This is a Soulfire production. Yo, what is up? We're back at us today with some uh, quote-unquote news for you. And for me. And for everybody. For everyone out there. Guys, we're getting gonna get it. Gonna get it get it. Gonna get it. Gonna get into some Alex Jones today, which makes my heart so happy. Oh, I love when Alex Jones does something wild. A globalist. <laughs> and if you don't know, if you're one of the few people out who out there who don't know who Alex Jones is that is listening to this show right now, oh my dear sweet Jesus, you are in for a treat. You are in for a treat. I've been so deep into so much news over the past few days. It's been absolutely incredible. I've been doing a good job. I feel like I'm going to give myself a pat on the back here. I've been doing a good job of following more Republican types on the social medias and just seeing what they have to say. Just seeing what they have to say. And it's, it's uh, you know, I'm even still seeing some stuff comparing this whole situation to the flu on the right-wing side of things, which I think is a little bit, um, a little silly um, at this point. Because I, I just want to put this out there. If you're comparing this to the flu, you've got to understand that it's like, well, 80,000 people died in, you know, in one of the, in the last handful of years. I think it was the 2017-2018 season. Uh, for flu, we didn't shut down any businesses or institute any social distancing, much less destroy the American economy. Um, but I think it, it's really hard to make an accurate comparison because we did do all those things, right? Do I think we did it well? Absolutely not. But we did institute a bunch of social distancing, shut down a bunch of businesses, We'll, we'll never we'll never really be able to compare the two in a way that is that is not apples to oranges. There's always going to be some discrepancy, discrepancy because we won't know what would have happened if we wouldn't have just shut things down. But some states are reopening and some states are experiencing an uptick. I think it was Georgia had a 40% uptick after reopening. And I think here's the thing, though. Here's my thing about freedom, right? And this is where it gets really, really sketchy. Um if these people want to open open these things up, let them open it up. If it, that's if there's if there's some way we can institute some kind of vote in this thing and say, hey, do you want to open this thing up or no? And just see what happens. I mean, if that's what they want to do, that's then let them do it. You know, there. I, I think that I think that there's going to be some uh, collateral damage that really didn't want that and that pays the price for it. But fuck, I mean, you want to get real here. The majority of people killed in the drone strikes overseas are civilians. So it's not really an American thing to do to give a fuck about collateral damage in a lot of ways. So, I mean, what's the, you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's a good idea. You know, I wish going back and looking at this thing from the beginning that they would have encouraged businesses to stay open with more lax uh, regulations on a lot of things like takeout. I think about that a lot for our, for our local businesses and I use coffee shops as kind of the standard because 
they don't run on very high margins outside of like a Starbucks type operation where they're buying things at, at high scale. Um, it would be nice if we could just order from the curb, you know, and, and maybe they don't have a takeout, um, license from the city or the state or whatever they have to have for that. And that doesn't fit within their code or their zoning, but we could lax that up, pick up some things from a window or something like that. Who knows? I think that would have been a better way looking in hindsight, but hindsight's 2020. And I also, I'm not a fucking epidemiologist, but these things are going crazy. And we're going to talk a little bit about what's going on in Georgia and, um, people being armed in the state capital there or not Georgia, excuse me, in Michigan. That was pretty interesting. Again, we have Alex Jones and then we're going to talk a little bit about murder hornets. And then in the brand new segment, (laughs) the brand new newly renamed segment, something to think about. We're going to talk about uh, mainstream media, which has been a really fun topic because I am reading this book now called Hate, Inc. And it is written by a journalist who kind of, it's almost like a little bit of an expose so far of just what goes on behind the scenes in mainstream media. And it is fantastic, but I will be doing a full review of that book once I finish it. So I'm not going to see too much of it here, but so far it's got five out of five stars in my opinion. So. Without messing around too much, I want to remind you that if you are loving this show, if you're into it, if you're digging it, if you're digging the content, if you came here from TikTok, if you came here from Instagram, YouTube, whatever it is, I need some love. I need five-star reviews, and I need them now. So write me a five-star review. Write the show. More of the show. There's a lot of us. There's a lot of people behind the scenes here that also love your support. Leave a five-star review on the show. Share it with some friends. Grab a screenshot. Put it on Instagram. Tag me. Do all the things. We're having a good time here. I'm having a good time with this. I feel like um, I feel like this is uh, going to be a good year for uh, for politics. But do that, please. Make sure to subscribe, like I said. And also, I'm putting out videos, right? So videos, I've got the team here at Soul Fire Productions uh, doing some video editing for this show specifically that blends uh, the video clips that are playing that you hear playing on the podcast those are embedded onto the YouTube videos that are clips from the show. So if you want to see more of a visual component to this and you're into the YouTubes, go to the YouTube, as Bernie Sanders would say, and find me on there, Connor Moore. The link is in the show notes as well as the link to everything else that is important. But now, with all that housekeeping done, let's get into the state of things. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Alex, my man, Alex Jones from Austin, Texas. From Austin, Texas, the place that I consider my home, the place that made me. Oh, God damn, I love this. Alex Jones, Infowars.com, band.video, the globalist. Anyways, <laughs> God damn, I love this guy. Oh, he went on a tirade on a rant, and I just, you know, it, it, considering myself on the left, it's hard. It, a lot of people hate Alex Jones. I think he's dangerous. I think Alex Jones is fantastic, and here's the scary thing. He's right about some stuff. He's right about some stuff, and that is absolutely terrifying, but also 
just incredibly entertaining. Incredibly entertaining. So let's hear what's going on in Alex Jones's mind right now, this current moment. He's a, he's a little frustrated because he kind of called this, he says. Let's see what he has to say. We have a collapse. Here's why I felt so sick. I, I'll admit it. I will eat my neighbors. I'm not letting my kids die. I'll, I'm just going to be honest. My superpowers being honest, I've extrapolated this out, and I won't have to for a few years since I got food and stuff, but I'm literally looking at my neighbors now and going, am I ready to hang them up and gut them and skin them and chop them up? And you know what? I'm ready. My daughters aren't starving to death. I'll eat my neighbors. See, my superpower is being honest. I'll eat your ass. I will. I'm combat model, optimum self-sufficiency. Probably the leader. The point is. <laughs> Let's just be clear. Combat model, optimum self-sufficiency, probably the leader. <laughs> Goddamn, I love Alex Jones. Is have you thought about that yet? Because I'm somebody that thought I could fix this, and I'm starting to think about having to eat my neighbors. You think I like sizing up my neighbor? How I'm going to haul him up by a chain and chop his ass up? I'll do it. My children aren't going hungry. <coughs> I will eat your ass. And that's why I want the globalists to know. I will eat your ass first. You're not. We're going to dig you out of those bunkers. We're going to dig you out of those holes. You make us eat. Up. Let me tell you something right now. I swear to God, if it's the last thing I do, I'm going to get my hands around your throat. And you know, that's why you're begging for peace right now. You should have thought about that when you turn. Let's play that. Let's play that back a little bit, real quick. Let me, let's take this back just a hot second. Let's see if this turns you on a little bit. Let me tell you something right now. I swear to God, if it's the last thing I do, I'm gonna get my hands around your throat. And you know, that's why you're begging for peace right now. You know you're a little roused. You should have thought about that when you turned down Christ a long time ago. You want to meet with me, you Satanist? Meet with me? How about you get on your knees to Christ? You'd meet with my boss right now. Oh shit! But you can't do it. You think you can meet with some low-level nobody? I'm nobody. You think Christ would eat somebody? He would never do that. I will. I'm not going to watch my daughter starve to death. Now, you could say that was a metaphysical hypothetical, but it's it's really not. And let's just, let's just get past the, 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 the jokes here. Every actuary and government study from South Africa to the United States to Germany to Russia to Japan to South America shows that in about seven days, almost everyone commits murder for food. <laughs> Within 14 days, almost everyone resorts to cannibalism or commits suicide. Now, I would commit suicide before I did that, but my children are my weak place. I'll barbecue your ass. <laughs> I will eat you. So all you spirit cookers act all tough all day. How you're doing your little satanic rituals, drinking blood and stuff. I'll drink your blood. You understand that? I will. Damn, Alex Jones, get him. your ass up. Get him. Cut you into cutlets <laughs> like a filet mignon and grill your ass before I watch my daughter starve to death. I'll, 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 I'll grill your ass. <laughs> See, now you took society and civilization as if it was some joke you could piss on all day. Didn't you understand? You unleash the animal once you do. You unleash the beast, and you're not the beast. 
I don't claim I'm the most tough guy around, but compared to you, I, compared to you, I'm Godzilla on steroids. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But just for the courts and everything, I'm joking around here. Just for the courts. I'm just for the courts, anybody. I'm joking around. <laughs> like I said, if it came down to me alone, I starved to death before I did it. Well, my baby's coming to the equation. I will cook your ass up so fast. And I'll tell him, oh, I killed a cow out back, baby. Here it is, because my babies ain't going to die for your crap, your failure. I will eat your leftist ass like corn on the cob. <laughs> you want to worship Satan? Well, guess what? You're about to meet something worse, you dumb sacks of crap. You've been pissing on civilization your whole life, not knowing it's men held it up. It was savages held it up because we knew how bad we were. And we didn't want you to let us loose. But now you demand we pull the fist out and just shove it into your teeth. So good. Before I'll sit there and live off starving Latin Americans and Africans, I swear before God, I'll eat one of these globalists on a spit. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm a performance artist, like they say. Alex Jones is real. Everybody knows I'm as fake as they come. Your calls are straight ahead. Oh, performance artist or not, Alex Jones, you are one entertaining motherfucker. Oh, man. Oh, please, please, please go to YouTube <laughs> and, and subscribe so you can see this. <laughs> it's also at band.video. Alex Jones, I just keep when you. I only watched that through one time because, I just, and I tried to keep my shit together, which was which was challenging as fuck. But I just keep thinking of Alex Jones in some crazy ass Mad Max outfit, I'm like in the post apocalypse, just cruising by on a horse or something. Be like, "What's up, Alex? What are you doing? I'm barbecuing globalists." I told them I'd eat their ass. <laughs> I'm to feed it to my babies. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> I told him it was the last thing I'd do. I put my hands around their fucking necks. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. But really, though. <laughs> The title of this video is Alex Jones vows to eat the globalist before letting his children starve. In parentheses, it says satire. <laughs> oh, it's a crazy world, man. It's a crazy world. I do know one thing, though. One thing that was accomplished by that video is that uh, Alex Jones's neighbor's property value just went down substantially. <laughs> I'm going to bring him up by a chain. <laughs> what the fuck? And that's the thing. Within seven days, people have murdered for food. I feel like we could make it seven days without doing that. But maybe that's just my privilege. I don't know. I don't know. Oh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that was beautiful. Thank you, Alex Jones. Praise be. I do love how he he strings his Christianity into this whole thing too. It's so funny, but it works. It works for him. 
band.video and check us out on YouTube to get a hold of that clip. <laughs> as well as this clip of me losing my shit. Oh my gosh. All right. Moving on. Moving on. The Michigan protesters. All right. This is interesting. Because here's the thing. A small group of people with questionable intentions can't... <laughs> I can't quit laughing about Alex Jones. God damn it. Oh, a small group of people can make a big impact uh, if they're completely fucking ridiculous. So, here's the thing. There's a couple hundred protesters at the capital of Michigan. And they are uh, acting a fool. And there was actually a float that I saw that said Trump and unity. It was a very intense float. It also said build the wall. It was basically just like a big Trump float of like, uh, it was just pro. It's like, I don't know. It's like, a, like they had this already made for like a parade, like a Trump parade that they were planning for November, which is scary. But they like, oh, let's, let's bring the fucking float. Let's bring the Trump float to the, to the protest in Michigan. And it just keeps going and keeps going. Uh, well, anyways, these people forced their way into, they forced their way into uh, the Capitol building, chanting, let us in, lock her up, yada, 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 singing the national anthem, doing all the things, just doing all the crazy white people shit. And um, super interesting. Now, a handful of these people were from a militia group, and they uh, were carrying... Assault style weapons. I'm not gonna say assault weapons, but assault style weapons. They're carrying fucking semi-automatic assault weapons. Let's just call it what it is. Okay. Now some people will say, well, they're not military grade because military grade goes to full automatic. It's like, well, yeah, tomato, tomato. You can shoot those things really fucking fast. <laughs> but these guys are strapped up, body armor clipped in to their assault rifles and they're walking around like they're in the goddamn military. And here's the funny thing. I can almost bet your sweet ass that none of these fucking douchebags were in the military. They're walking around poser motherfuckers that have been just aggregating this data, or this data, just, just accumulating this, accumulating this, uh, body armor and, and these weapons in their fucking trailer. <laughs> Oh, jerking off the Debbie Does Dallas. Here's the thing. You want to show up to a protest with a fucking assault rifle? You're a pussy. You want to show up to a protest with a fucking assault rifle? You're a pussy, dude. You're a fucking pussy. And I stand by that. Do it. It's legal. But you're a pussy. And here's the thing. It's not necessary. What is, the, what is the possible positive that comes from that? You flexed your dick real hard, and now people are scared of you? You think you're going to have a reasonable conversation when your state representatives are wearing bulletproof vests because you're present? Do you think you're doing anybody any favors? Do you think you're furthering your movement? You're making yourself look like a fucking jackass to the rest of the world. You have zero context for what the rest of the world is dealing with, their struggles, their thoughts, their opinions, none of that shit. You live in your own little fucking MAGA bubble and you're gonna walk around with a rifle, any kind of rifle, open carry, a fucking rifle, assault or not, through a Capitol building? Are you stupid? What is your deal? What the fuck? What kind of dipshits got around around a fucking campfire drinking natty light and said, Leah, let's take her to goddamn 
rifles to the to the state house and show them who's boss. What the fuck is your problem? Come on. And here is the thing. In every one of the 50 states, the governor of that state has higher approval ratings than the president of the United States. Currently, right now, as of I think it was a couple days ago, Governor Whitmer of Michigan, her approval rating is at 63%. And within Michigan, Trump's approval rating is at 36%. So what do the people of Michigan really want? Do you think you make Michigan look like a, 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 a good state to be? Does it, do you think you make Michigan look good? It's like, yeah, we're going we're gonna to secede. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? The only state they could pull that off, by the way, is Texas. Okay? Michigan's not doing shit. I mean, Michigan's been bailed out by the government recently. And now you're anti. I'm anti-government. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing, dude? So you're a pussy. If you carry a fucking assault rifle around a Capitol building, needing to get your thoughts heard so the economy can open back up, and you think you're actually doing something good, you're a fucking moron. Not, you have the right to do it. You have every right to do it. But just because you can, and here's the thing. A Green Beret told me this. A Green Beret that also fights in the UFC, or fought in the UFC, excuse me. He's now retired. He's a bad motherfucker. All right? Just because you can doesn't mean you should. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. And that comes from an actual fucking war hero. Not some douchebag playing pretend so he can act like a fucking hard ass. When really he lives in his fucking mom's basement jerking off to Debbie Does Dallas. Get the fuck out of here, dude. And not to mention all you pudgy fucks. You're going you're gonna to flex your right to carry an assault rifle in the fucking governor's uh, or the, the state house? In the Capitol building? How about you go for a fucking jog, dude? I think you'd be doing yourself a lot more favors if you got yourself a little bit uh, a little bit in shape there, bruh. But no. No. If, if, if here's the thing. Here's the thing, you fat fuck. If you if, if we actually got to fighting, how much battle do you think you're gonna be doing wearing 30 pounds of body armor and about 80 pounds extra fat hanging off your body from eating KFC? Why don't you exercise your right to go to the fucking gym, bruh? Really? This, you're representing something here? You're representing some lazy fuck who sits around polishing guns instead of doing something with his life. Get the fuck out of here, dude. You're a pussy. And that's what that's the thing. And here's I'm going to go on this rant, too. How about the fucking left calls it what it is? What if Governor Whitmer got out there and said, yeah, these guys that are carrying fucking assault rifles in the state house are fucking cowards. Call them out. Let them put their money where their mouth is. See what happens when they fucking use those guns. And here's the thing with groupthink. You never know what's going to happen. But with groupthink, one fucking dipshit does something stupid. And just like uh, monkey see, monkey do, the other dipshits are going to do something stupid. This thing spirals out of control way too quick. Way too quick. So, with that being said, I would like to see somebody in position of power call these fucking assholes 
the cowards that they are. Call them out. I mean, shit, this is going to be on social media. We'll see what happens. We'll see what people have to say. But don't, let, don't, don't get me mixed up here. You have every right to do what you're doing. And I have every right to call you a fucking pussy for doing so. So proceed with yourself. Now, a new domestic invasion is going down. And it's not what we thought. It is not what we thought. But it may be signaling the apocalypse. Who knows? Let's hear what we got here. And just when you thought it couldn't get any worse, an invasive and potentially deadly hornet has been found in the U.S. for the very first time. Asian giant hornets, nicknamed murder hornets, have a venomous sting that can kill someone if they're stung several times. They're even strong enough to puncture a beekeeper suit. Scientists say the two-inch-long hornets were spotted in Washington State in December and have been attacking beehives. It's still unclear how they made it to the U.S. And just when you thought it couldn't get... Oh, sorry. All right, y'all. We got we got monster horn. We got we got pterodactyl hornets coming through. What is this? What is this? Now I did some more research on these murder hornets, and they can kill up to forty bees a minute. Forty bees a minute by decapitate. They catch them out of the air. They grab them, get a hold of them, and they get their mandibles, their little chompers on the front end there, and they chop that motherfucker's head off. Just pop, pop, pop done and they take their body their thorax i believe it's called and they push it up into a little ball they call it a meatball in bug science and they a little meatball and they take it back to their uh to their offspring their little larvae doodads crawling around so we got murder hornets now we got covid19 and we got murder hornets what's next what's next and here's what i if the, if the stinger can pierce a beekeeper suit the real question is, can it pierce a douchebag's body armor in the Michigan State House? Because maybe we hit a few of these things the next time these guys show up with fucking rifles to the State House, we just let a handful of them go. Just see what happens. But I personally would enjoy watching a bunch of rednecks try and shoot hornets out of the air in the Michigan Capitol building. <laughs> but these things are crazy and they're a problem. One thing that's really cool is is these are these are an, an Asian species that uh, they the honeybees in the United States don't have a defense. I've never really seen these these crazy bastards before. But over yonder, where they're from, uh, what they'll do is when the, when one of these one of these bad motherfuckers gets in their in their nest, they'll jump on them, whole swarm, and they will start to vibrate rapidly. And honeybees and bees can withstand um, higher heat, higher temperatures than these hornets can, and they roast them to death with vibrations. They get going. So they cook them. Cook them right up. Just like Alex Jones is going to cook his neighbors. <laughs> That's what he, Maybe you got that idea from the bees. But it's pretty savage. So if you haven't gone and checked out the murder hornets, go watch them in action, man. They're, they are wild dudes. Two inches long. That's a big bug. That's a big horn. I would be fucking scared if I saw that. So, who knows? Who knows where this is going, but... Whew, it is a wild, wild world. So, with that, there's a few updates. Got another episode coming for you later this week, by the way. 
going multiple episodes a week as promised. But now, I'm going to give you something to think about. Just can't help but throw that beat down. Soul Soldier, check this. Mmm. Mmm. Do a little Alex Jones remix in here. Globalist. Globalist. <laughs> oh. All right. Let's get to work. Anyway, so here's the deal. Something to think about. As mentioned earlier, I've been reading this book called Hate Inc. and I absolutely dig it so far. It's on Audible, by the way. I need to get an Audible sponsorship, speaking of which. Anyways, so one of the one of the rules that the media seems to have, one of these unwritten rules, is always have somebody to blame. And once I heard him say that that they always need somebody to blame. I started thinking about the stories that we hear on mainstream media, which I ingest on a regular basis. And very rarely is there a story covered objectively that doesn't blame the other side, whatever the other side is, depending on the network, depending on the person, going to blame the other side. Now, the great thing about podcasts and um, YouTube news in a lot of ways, even though YouTube is doing their their damnedest to, to derank independent news and move up in the ranking authoritative sources. So if you're ever on YouTube and you're looking at some kind of progressive media, maybe the Hill, maybe secular talk with Kyle Kalinske or the young Turks, or even, even Tim Dillon or something like that, you'll get served up like a Fox news next or MSNBC next. And it's not really relevant to the content that you've been consuming, that you've been watching. Um, but they do that on purpose. It's 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 really interesting to watch this whole thing shake out. But one thing you'll notice is that they fuel the divisiveness by always leveraging the story to blame the other side. So that's something to think about. Be conscious of. When you're watching, when you're looking at a story... When you're reading a story from wherever it is, and, and, and it's really, you have to sift through a lot of bullshit to find something that's actually objective. Be mindful of, of when someone tries to blame someone else explicitly for something that is incredibly nuanced, right? And, and it's very easy to see this with the Trump era coronavirus situation, right? Shutting down travel from China was a good thing. Well, they blamed Trump early on for being xenophobic and then just kind of hushed up on that altogether. Right now, if I want to search the Tar Reed sexual assault allegations from Biden and I drop that into YouTube, which is owned by Google, I'm only really getting right wing stories or flooded with right wing stories with a couple intermixed from the early accounts from MSNBC. So, when you look at this, it's very, very interesting to see how often they use blame, fear, and defensiveness. Not against the powers that be, not against the, the, the people that are actually the establishments, the corporations, the big operations that are actually responsible, but to blame it onto one person that you have somebody to blame. 
one of the weirdest things about coronavirus is we don't really have someone to blame. I mean, you see it happening with, with, the, with the China situation or people trying to blame Trump. It, it, coronavirus existing isn't Trump's fault. And he handled it poorly, of course, but what do you expect, right? So really, the takeaway from this is if there is an explicit, clear-cut blame game being played, being touted, being shared, it's most likely bullshit. These media outlets cherry-pick stories to keep the audience angry, defensive, and divided. And it only hurts us. We pretend that we're punching up when really we're just punching sideways (laughs) and hurting each other. Divide and conquer and get paid along the way. That seems to be the way it goes. So keep that in mind. It's something to think about. Y'all, thanks so much for hanging out. This has been super, super fun. Uh, God damn, I love Alex Jones. Love you guys. Stay safe out there. Stay objective. Keep your minds right. Stay healthy. Don't follow the rules too much. But use common sense. And don't take assault rifles to your fucking state capitol. Please. See y'all next time.